All right. Thanks, Scott Shannon. Thanks to all of you. Glad you are with us. Right down our toll-free number. It's 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of this extravaganza. A lot of news we will be covering today. Border news, coronavirus news, the hypocrisy. You know, why did Joe and Jill Biden walk into Jimmy Carter and Jocelyn Carter's home? Old people, 96-year-old former president Jimmy Carter, 93-year-old wife, They walk in with their masks on and they're taking pictures pretty much on top of each other with the with the the elder couple. I'm assuming they both got vaccinated. What was Joe saying just this week earlier this week? Well, you know, it's a it's an extra precaution. What's an extra precaution? Thought if you got vaccinated, you're safe. All right. Jill and Joe Biden, we are told, got vaccinated. They made a big deal about it. Vaccination was supposed to bring American life back to normal. Okay, just follow the science. Well, what, what's the science say if you're vaccinated? A lot of I, folks excited that they can now shed these masks if they've been double vaccinated. Um, are, are you going to be one of these folks now? We're no longer going to see the president of the United States outside with a mask on? Sure, sure. I mean, but what I'm going to do, though, when, because the likelihood of my being able to be outside and people not come up to me <laughs> is not very, very high. So it's like, look, you and I took our masks off when I came in because look at the distance we are. But if we were, in fact, sitting there talking to one another close, I'd have my mask on and I might you'd have a mask, even though we've both been vaccinated. And so it's, it's, it's a small precaution to take that has a profound impact. It's a patriotic responsibility, for God's sake. It's making sure that your wife, your children, your, if, you're, if in, in fact, they haven't been vaccinated. So, what? okay, if you get the vaccination, I thought we were told life goes back to normal. But it's the oddest thing. So he walks into the Carter's home, but he's wearing a mask with Jill Biden. Nobody else is around them. Secret Service is at a distance. And they would make a big show, and they're wearing the mask outside, and they're all vaccinated. Then they go inside around older people, the most vulnerable to coronavirus, The one thing that the scientists, the experts got right, they didn't get a lot of things right. And March of of 2020, Fauci, don't wear a mask. Mask isn't going to do a darn thing for you. Then one mask, then wear two masks. Now get the vaccination and and life will go back to normal and you're protected. Well, you're not fully protected. You just take extra precautions. Keep wearing masks. I mean, selfishly, I'll be honest. I've learned I don't actually mind wearing the mask outside. When you're a public figure and you wear a mask and a baseball hat and dark glasses, it's not 100%, but I get a little more anonymity than I used to have in my life uh, for selfish reasons. I might wear the mask all the time. I don't know. But how dumb is that? What is the point there? Then they leave the Carter's home and they got the mask back on. It's like one big show that they're putting on here. Now, they... When when Biden became president, we were were given a million doses of the vaccine a day. Well on our way to a hundred million doses uh, in a hundred days. Donald Trump already put all of that in in motion. Joe's bragging about the number of doses that that have gone in people's arms, shots in people's arms. And now vaccination shaming is like real. I, uh, why, why uh, maybe it's just me. I am very pro-science, very pro-science. I'm pro-vaccinations. I believe in the science of vaccinations. I'm not an anti-vaxxer, but I'm also not a doctor. And nor do I know the, the specific medical conditions 
of everybody that hears my voice. How could I possibly know that? And what I'm telling people to do is be smart. And how do you be? Do your research, learn, read. You can read the clinical trials. You can read the synopsis of the clinical trials. You can learn the differences between the, the, the newer version of vaccinations, Moderna and Pfizer, versus the old-fashioned method, which is Johnson & Johnson. And you can read about the efficacy of, of all three of them. Now, there's certain little nuances that you've got to be aware of. At a point in time, the clinical trials for Moderna and Pfizer were going on. There had been a dip, a pretty significant dip in coronavirus um, cases worldwide. And when Johnson & Johnson had their clinical trials, trials, it was higher. Okay, does that have an impact? Doctors I've read and talked to say, yes, that would have an impact on the final efficacy results. But make your own decision in consultation with your own research and your own doctor and know that it's there. And, and at that point, I believe in medical privacy. You have a right to make your decision privately with your own doctor. Patient-client privilege, it's called. Like attorney-client privilege. It's pretty unbelievable. I mean, it just looks so stupid. And, you know, if you want to talk about undermining confidence and, and maybe some people that might be on the fence and wary of the, the vaccine, you know, telling people I'm, I'm wearing the mask even after being vaccinated, people are looking at it. Well, if, if you have to wear the mask after, what's the point if life's not going to get back to normal? That's on the left for creating that doubt. That's not conservatives creating that doubt. Uh, we've got a lot of reaction to our interview with Caitlyn Jenner. Um, I am all in for the wall, meaning the border wall. Uh, and on this bid, I'm an outsider. I'm in a race for solutions. And I don't care if you're a Republican, Democrat, independent. I love this state. I'm a fighter, always have been. And the state's deteriorating. Uh, also, she committed to standing with law enforcement, very different than the defund effort, like, for example, the LAPD supported by Kamala Harris. Side note, uh, she also says that that, you know, there, there was just a, a lot of interesting things here. A lot of people made a big deal over the fact that she opposes boys who are trans playing sports on girls teams saying that it's unfair, taking a lot of criticism for those comments. And Gavin Newsom is running his own version of the Green New Deal out in California, which is not going to work out good for California. Number one, they can't afford it. You know, a couple of things, though. Look at coronavirus in California and compare it to Florida. You've got literally twice as many deaths around the same rate. They didn't have the, the draconian shutdowns. Uh, Ron DeSantis never implemented the executive actions like they did in New York and New Jersey and Michigan and Pennsylvania and California, forcing nursing homes to take in these elderly patients. And, you know, the one thing that Ron DeSantis did, and I remember the interview well when I when I asked him, it was early on during the pandemic, and he said he's mobilized every state agency in the state of Florida, sort of like an all-hands-on-deck moment, and he said that I'm mobilizing to protect the most vulnerable population that, because they have a high percentage of elderly people down in Florida. And it worked. And they've done that all throughout the pandemic. And then he declared this week the state of emergency is over. 
And in California, they've been in school. Kids have been in school in Florida now since August. They're still not in school in California, except, well, there are exceptions. Gavin Newsom's kids go to a private school. They've been in school, having in-school learning now for almost the entire time. Restaurants are closed in California, but not for Gavin Newsom, as he's now been caught not once but twice in restaurants when he's telling everybody else that they got to remain closed. And if anyone dared to break that, that rule, they were in deep trouble. Um, the question I'm most asked is about the interview is, is it possible? And there's going to be other people that get in. I think the former mayor of San Diego was getting in. Uh, who was it that ran against Newsom the first? I was Cox. He's, I think he's getting in. Um, no, I couldn't get an answer. I tried many times. Rick Rennell had been, his name has been mentioned many times as a possible gubernatorial candidate. Not sure if Rick is planning on getting in at all. But the question is asked, is it possible? The reason it is possible, in my view, it, now, I would say it's a longer shot. I'm not, I'm not going to really give odds, maybe 35 40% chance. Because what's going to happen in California is Gavin Newsom is going to mobilize California's radical base. And that means, and the unions, and the teachers' unions, and everybody in between. And all those unions are going to get all their members to go out to try and keep Gavin Newsom as governor because they've had a great symbiotic relationship for all these years. So, but the question is interesting. The way they do a recall is fascinating because the question is, should Gavin Newsom be recalled? Now, if you vote yes, you go to question two. Now, if Gavin cannot get 50% of the vote plus one, Gavin will be recalled. That is that that is a tough it, again, we're talking about California here, but attainable bar considering the way he's behaved himself, the state of California. Look, 47. If, I mean, these numbers are startling. They're actually shocking. And when you, you, you look at the state of California, a state like California, they're, they're 47th in the country in terms of high unemployment. They have one of the worst employment situations in the country. And in large part, that's on Gavin Newsom's watch and based on his bad decisions. And so um, there, there is this intersection here where people, I think, maybe that would even vote Democratic are going to be open to a, an alternative. So if people vote yes, and he doesn't get 50% of the vote plus one, then or 50 percent, then he will be recalled. And then you will move on to question two of this list of candidates that put their hat in the ring. Who do you want to be the next governor? And whoever wins that runoff, that race is the governor and will finish the term of Gavin Newsom. So it is an easier process in that sense. Um, And it it depends. My I, I just I don't have faith. I just know the way states like California, New York and others work where you have these powerful unions and institutions and financial backers. I mean, Newsom's not only going to have all the unions, then he's going to have all of big tech and then he's going to have all of Hollywood. And so it's a formidable task. I don't think it's as easy as when. Gray Davis was recalled and Arnold Schwarzenegger then became the governor. 
The idea that they have this process, though, is is pretty fascinating to me. It's like California, one of the few states that has a direct referendum. You know, people get to vote directly on specific issues, but that can be abused also and often is during election seasons. They put, you know, particularly divisive referendums on the ballot the same year that important elections are taking place as a means of of gathering up uh, or energizing the base of one particular party or another. Both sides do it. Uh, all right. Got a lot of ground to cover today. 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. I had my one in and out burger. That's it. I was going to bring one home for Linda, but I don't think it would have I don't think it would have held up on the long plane ride home. But um, anyway, I want to tell you about your home. It's usually everybody's biggest investment. You know, think maybe you spend how much money to redo your basement, a fortune, right? How much money do you, do you spend on a new roof? How much money do you spend on new siding? What happens if your gutters are clogged and that water ends up in the basement? You get mold, you get mildew. What is the cost mitigation factor here? I mean, to repair that, to get rid of that, that's a massive job. Very expensive. The antidote to all of this and and the antidote to getting up on a ladder two or three times a year and scooping out all the dirt, leaves, and muck from your gutters, which I've done way too more times than I care to admit in my life, uh, that's what Leaf Filter is all about. It's the country's number one gutter guard. It's a great American success story. One call, they'll handle everything start to finish. Leaf uh, Filter, it's a one-time purchase. You get a lifetime transferable warranty. And right now you get 15% off. So protect your biggest investment, your home. Dial pound 250 on your cell. Say the keyword, Leaf Filter. Pound 250 on your cell. Keyword, Leaf Filter. Or go to the website, try, T-R-Y, leaffilter.com. 